What's going on, all my podcasters, whether you're from Facebook or Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, anything in between, whether you're from Anchor or whether you're from uh, Spotify. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That tastes good. Anyways, we got some good content today. We got some good news. Nothing but good news today awesome uh past few days have been pretty crazy let's just start off by saying that it's been pretty pretty hectic pretty depressing pretty um pretty crazy i've been really hell-bent on trying to find another job right and so i mean i've been putting in apps left and right for the past month and at places that you know i would think that they would want me you know, I mean, at certain places where customer service experience is necessary or uh, being a cashier is necessary for the skills, I applied everywhere. I even applied at other gas stations, right? And I have to say, I've never seen so many judgmental, picky people before for, for places that need fucking work, that need workers. Don't get me wrong, where I live here, there's probably about like 180,000 people that live here. <clears throat> 200,000, let's just say. And probably three quarters of them don't even work. So, just to put that into perspective, um, and that's just in this city out of the state, but I'm sure there's many other cities in the state the same way. But, anywho. I've been trying and trying and trying, and I've got over nine years of customer service experience, and I had these places look at my application, and within that same day, actually within three hours, they rejected me. And it really kind of got underneath my skin at first. You know, it was really bothering me because I didn't know why, you know, they weren't interested in somebody like me, but they probably were hiring 18-year-olds, you know. And it kind of pissed me off, because I'm like, what the fuck do I not have that they have, you know? And it was one after the other, after the other, and I'm like, maybe I need to start looking somewhere else. Like, maybe I need to start thinking about uh, what I really want to do. And, um, so I woke up today, and, uh, like I usually would, I start my, my routine on... Getting on Indeed and scrolling through there, looking through there. And at first, I mean, I was I was not coming up with any results. Like, for two days straight, there wasn't any good job postings. And then I seen that uh, there was a place hiring uh, where my cousin works. Now, he's not a cousin by birth or by marriage. He's kind of like a god-cousin. His godmother is my mom's really good friend. His mother is my mom's really good friend. And so I seen that a position came open at his door, and I applied there. And I'm like, hmm, you know, that'd be a pretty fun job to be able to work with my cousin. And he's the manager there. So, and then I had seen that they had a advertisement for 
I think it was Burger King that was literally, it's not that far away from my house. That's why I applied. It's easy. It's simple. It's not that, not that hard of a job. And I thought, well, it's going to be really easy to get, hopefully. And it's not that far away from my house. Like I said, I could ride my bike there in like five, ten minutes at the most. And, um, so anyways, I keep putting in more apps. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm on a roll, you know, I'm putting in app after app. I'm like, don't stop now, you know, keep putting them in. Something just kept telling me, keep putting them in, keep looking, keep looking. I was just getting ready to get off the internet. I was just getting ready to put my phone down. And I seen that there was an, an ad for, uh, that they needed a team member at the taco place that was literally right next door to where I was working at the gas station. <laughs> and, um, so I put in the ad, or I put in the app, and, um, honestly, I was, I was thinking about just, after I filled out the app, I was thinking about just rolling over and watching some more Netflix or something, you know, maybe take a nap, you know, and then something inside me, something in my gut told me to call them, you know, and I haven't really done this with any other places, like I know a lot of people say you should call them back and whatnot, but this hasn't even been a day yet at this point, point. and I literally just filled out the app, and I'm like, well, why not just give them a call? right, something was fucking telling me to do that, something deep down in my mind was telling me, call him, call him, call him, and I did, and, um, as soon as I did, the owner picked up the phone, and, um, he said, well, what location are you applying for, and I told him, and that's where their office is, you know, if I would have said across town, then, probably would have told me to come another day, but since he was already there at the office, he said, oh, well, come on down, and um, I said, well, I'll be there in 30 minutes, you know, and the thing about it was, I hadn't even had a shower yet at that point, so I had to hurry up, hop in the shower, and I called up my mother, and I'm like, hey, can you give me a ride over here, because I'm already taking long enough, you know, <clears throat> And if she wouldn't have given me a ride, and I was probably late, they probably would have went, went to lunch, and I wouldn't have got that job opportunity. So, I'm glad that she did say yes to give me a ride. That helped. Um, but yeah, I got the job. I got the job, um, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's just a fast food joint, you know, job. I don't have a problem with working fast food. I really don't. Honestly, um, the reason why I chose it was because I had a gas station uh, job that I was getting ready to line up over on Clear Lake. I was going to uh, go work over there, but then I got to thinking today, I'm like, well, why, if I can work closer to home and closer to where my mother works and, you know, then why not take that job? And I'm not going to be getting paid any more at the gas station as I would making tacos. It's going to be minimum wage probably, regardless either way. So, and I feel like there's a lot less bullshit to deal with when you're working 
at this little taco place, right? I mean, compared to working at a gas station. I've worked at a gas station for nine years, and I'm telling you, you know, you get sick of all the bullshit and the drama and the customers yelling at you every day. You know, bosses wanting you to hit your quota on upselling and shit. It just gets old. You know, you got to worry about such and such calling off. And you can't leave until you get coverage. You don't have to worry about that at a taco joint. Somebody calls off, everybody else just picks up the slack. And, you know, the wheels keep just keeps turning. So, the only shitty thing to this job is that they get paid every two weeks. But, hey, I really don't care at the end of the day because one check is going to go for rent for two weeks and the other two weeks is going to go for groceries and, and savings and shit. So, um, I've been very blessed that my sister and my mother have been buying me groceries here and there to uh, keep me kind of held over for now. Um... I'm very blessed that I got my bike fixed, my black bike, so it's a lot easier to get to work, um, a lot faster. And so basically, I got to change my work, my sleep schedule around again. And tonight, tomorrow night, are my last two nights as a free man. <laughs> and it's crazy, man. It's it's really. It's really crazy how much stress has been lifted off my shoulders, but, um, like, ten times, hundred times maybe, I don't even know. I'm almost, like, stress-free right now at this moment. Um, but I know I still got a long road ahead to be able to save up for van life and everything. And that's not going to happen until the beginning of next year. So, I've already said I'm going to finish out this summer... I'm going to finish out next winter, and then after next spring or summer, then I'll get into van life. So, um, anywho, I did see a few vans online that were, oh, around about like four grand, maybe a little bit more. I found some that were about my... Maybe a little bit less, but they were, you know, higher miles, had rust in them all over. And um, It seems like nowadays you can't buy a decent work van or cargo van for anything less than four grand. I mean, that's about what the rate is. I would say five grand, really. see a lot of them for like six, seven, eight grand, you know, but you don't see too many below that. I mean, and if you do... And it's got low miles, you better jump on it. Especially nowadays. I don't know. With with this whole van life movement and and people opening up their own businesses and shit. And these cargo vans are a lot more popular now. So but anywho. I just I just think it's really funny that I'm working next door to the place that just fired me. I think it's hilarious. Like, I could sit over there and literally wave at them and smile and laugh. And, uh, and yeah, it's just kind of, kind of, um, I don't want to say bittersweet, um, but it's just kind of weird. It is kind of bittersweet to sit there and look at somewhere that you worked for so long. 
and now you can't step foot on the property. That's that's kind of bittersweet, but or you can't go over there and hang out with your co-workers that you were friends with. You know, um, that kind of sucks too, but there's nothing saying that they can't come over and hang out with me and talk to me while I'm over there smoking. So, you know, it is what it is. It's not like I'm really missing anything anyway. It's not like they're really my friends, you know. <laughs> Anywho. So, tonight, tomorrow night, I'm going to celebrate by having a few talk-ins. Tonight we're drinking Ice House. Talk-in number one. And when we get done drinking, we're going to have some, uh, I think, raviolis with um, some five-cheese garlic Texas toast. I don't know yet. I might have pizza instead. And then we're going to, later on, before we go to bed, we'll have a nice peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and that's kind of the bittersweet part for me is... I was starting to kind of panic. I was really, you know, I have enough money to pay this month's rent. I have enough money to pay next month's rent. But after that, I was going to be fucked. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I was literally flying by the seat of my pants. Literally. And usually when I do that, everything works out alright. You know, when I put my, my trust and my faith into God and I just do it and jump off that ledge usually it comes out very very well it comes out better than what I expected you know and what's the point in sitting here and dwelling on it and worrying about it you know it's not going to get you anywhere so at certain times when I did sit there and worry about it I'd have to stop myself and I'd have to say hey you need to stop thinking about that shit get back online start looking for that fucking job almost kind of like being the being a parent <laughs> it's kind of what I felt like I had to be to myself so I can celebrate Mother's Day this year which I'm really happy about because I was also afraid I wasn't going to have any money for Mother's Day I'll be able to celebrate Mother's Day and the 4th of July my birthday um and, um, well, hopefully, you know, I can celebrate those days. Hopefully. I'm pretty sure they're still going to be open on the 4th of July. I don't know. And since I'm the new guy on the totem pole, there's not really a lot that I can do about that. I got to kind of... Gotta kind of deal with it for now. If they tell me I gotta work on 4th of July, I gotta fucking work, I guess. But I'm gonna be able to celebrate Christmas this year again. And this year, I think it's gonna be a little bit better than last year. Um, I'm gonna be able to uh, have my taxes saved. And... I'd like to get a e-bike, an electric bike, 
And I'd like to be able to ride that back and forth to work until I do get a van because um, it's, it's, it's hard enough to ride your bike in the snow, but whenever there's ice and shit, it's really hard to balance yourself, you know, and with those thin tires, you can only get so far in the snow. Uh, so I thought, well, why not get one of those e-bikes with the fatter tires on it, and and um, you know, something I don't have to pedal if I don't want to. And I think they're every bit of like close to two grand, like eighteen hundred dollars or so. Now you can get the one that you that you uh. It doesn't have a throttle, you know, you have to pedal with it. You can get one of those for like 1500 But I'm trying to get one that, like I said, I don't have to pedal if I don't want to. Um, some days whenever I do ride my bike, you know, I have found over the past year that I do get kind of worn out. Riding to and from and standing on my legs all day. And, um... But it's mainly, I want that for winter time, whenever it gets slick outside. Uh, I don't have to be trying to balance myself while I'm pedaling back and forth. So that's kind of the main reason why I want it. Uh, and, um, you know, that's another thing too, if I did get an e-bike... I'd have to uh, periodically take it to the car wash or something and spray it out, get all the salt off of it, you know, especially in the wintertime. We get a lot of salt trucks around here just dump a shitload, and then it just rusts everything out and ruins everything. So I kind of had to deal with that with my bikes so far, or certain parts that I've taken in to the bike shop to get worked on. Uh, and it, it seems like he's gotten it mostly clean, but there's still some parts that, you know, will just never get clean again. So I want to keep it lasting as long as I can if I do buy an e-bike. And, um... <clears throat> so anyways, I just think it'd be a lot easier to make it back and forth to work. I think it would be worth the money to me. Even if it's $1,000 less or $2,000 less than what I'm going to have for the van. You know what I'm saying? Because by this next winter, I'm not going to have all the money saved up for the van. And I definitely don't want to be riding my bike in this shit. You know, I need to get my yellow bike fixed again. I need to take it in, get the gears fixed, get everything tip-top shape on it to where I know it's going to last, I know it's dependable, because the last time I took it in there, he uh, thought that he had it fixed, and it only lasted about a week before I had problems with it again, so that's not going to work, you know, so I put that one up since it's going to cost a lot of money to get fixed again, paid him paid them off for it, 
and then I took my other bike in there and just got the tire fixed. So he told me to bring it back in there to get worked on. He said he would do it for free, but I don't really have the time, you know. Maybe when I do get a day off here soon, I'll take it in there. I'll have a talk with him, tell him I found a job. <clears throat> He's a pretty chill dude, you know, pretty laid back. My uh, bicycle mechanic is kind of like, you know, he, he enjoys talking to me. I'm kind of like his little counselor. And I know a lot of technological shit that he doesn't know. He's a little bit older, but he's, he grew up in the days in the 80s and 90s where skateboarding and punk rock shit was just coming out, you know. So, well, I mean, he's older than that. I think he said he grew up in the 70s. Anywho, anywho, he's about 50 years old. Uh, but, you know, he told me the last time I was in there, he's like, bring it in here, you know. I'll fucking work on it for free. Because he wants to make sure it's done right, you know. And uh, last time I was in there, we didn't really get all that much time to really talk about shit, honestly. So... Like, why not? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my ashtray. And uh, I couldn't help but to notice I had all these matchsticks in there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was sitting here the other night, fucking out of my mind, just sitting here fucking lighting matchsticks. <laughs> Anywho. So things are going to get better. Um, I'm going to have money to pay my bills again. Money to buy groceries again so I'm not starving. That was kind of the hardest part was being reminded of where I was at about two, three years ago. And that wasn't a pretty place. Not having any money, starving almost to death. I was still working, but with how much that I made and how much I had to pay towards bills, and I mean, half my money went towards the bills right off the bat, and um, then the groceries that I had, you know, and then I only had about a third left after that, and, you know, it, it wasn't even enough to really save at the end of the day, I mean... Two, three hundred, maybe a month at the most. At the most, you know. <sighs> Terrible times. Terrible times. Now I've got double that. Well, I did. We'll see here in the next couple weeks. But it was, whenever I was working at the gas station, it was where I was making double that. Like 700 or more was what I had left over. So, after paying bills. And I think I'm paying another 150 more than what I was there. Let's see. So, yeah. I'm getting like over $800 more a month. No, I'm having $800 left to save more than what I would have saved 
only two or three hundred dollars a month in my last apartment. So, <clears throat> that kind of sheds light on how much the minimum wage increase has helped. Um, you know, for certain people, but with me, I still got my habits, I still drink, I still smoke. Um, you know, sometimes I might see something in the store that I didn't necessarily plan on buying. Maybe it's a little bit more, but hey, I fucking want it, I'm going to buy it. So, that's just kind of the way that adults work. You work for your money, you should be able to spend it how you want. And that's another thing. I don't think that, you know, a part of me says that and a part of me knows what it's like to starve. And that's where it kind of, that's where I have a problem with things, is when I have to choose, you know. And I don't like choosing. I don't like, you know, there shouldn't, you shouldn't have to choose between having what you want to eat and starving, pretty much. And so, you know, I believe that every time you go to the store, you should get what the fuck you want. You shouldn't just eat something just to eat something to stay alive. You know, it gets boring and bland and plain and you just lose all interest in food, you know. You don't care what you eat anymore, you know. Uh, and I don't like that. So, uh, Lord, hey, you know, time to smoke some pot, a little bit, uh, I'm really excited because, um, like I said, not only do I get to celebrate my birthday, Mother's Day, 4th of July, and I'm going to have the money for it, uh, but I'm also going to be able to continue to buy the necessities and shit that I've been putting on hold for the past month or two. Because even before I lost my job, I wasn't buying shit. <coughs> kind of put that on hold for a minute, you know, even with groceries and shit, <coughs> um, I didn't have shit in my apartment whenever I lost my job, I didn't have any groceries, you know, because like I said, I had to go to the store, and the little bit of money that I did have, I had to go towards rent, so here I am with no groceries, no money, no cigarettes, no alcohol, no no weed, except for what I have left. And, you know, it was really, I don't want to say a wake-up call, um, but it was an eye-opening experience to see how fast your fucking life can be snatched out from in front of you. And um, I think I handled it pretty damn well. I mean, honestly, I've only been without a job since March 3rd. So... I mean, this is the fastest that I've probably ever found a job in my life. In a month. It used to be that I'd get out there, like I said in the past, I'd get out there every single day. 
and I'd go to hundreds of places. We'd have to walk back then because they didn't, they had applications online, but it was kind of, only a few places were really doing it. Most of them were paper apps. And so you had to go from door to door to door. And I used to hit up like outlet malls or strip malls, you know, for that reason. Because I can cover a lot of ground. And um, I can remember waking up when the sun came up on some days. I didn't do it all the time. But I can remember waking up when the sun came up and not getting home until the sun was going down. The buses start running at such and such time in the morning. And by the time that the evening service started, or the night service, I was already headed home, you know. So, it's kind of different now. Job market is a lot different now. I'm going to say that. It doesn't matter who you know, what you know. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that. I mean... A lot of times it is who you know, but it doesn't matter what experience you have, nine times out of ten, uh, they're going to look at it, you know, but they, they don't really give a fuck. They don't really care about the experience. What they don't want is keep dealing with these fucking morons, these dumbass kids, these idiots that come in there and do stupid shit. That's why they keep asking people how much experience do you have, because they want to know, you know, are you a fucking idiot, or... <laughs> but even me, I don't, I don't have very much experience in making tacos. But I told them, you know, in the past, I have worked for a kitchen before as a prep cook. I have made pizzas for pizza place before in the past and um, I told him you know I missed about three days in the past three years of work and um, so after I told him all this after I told him how I got fired and everything and I told him the truth you know I told him everything I told him everything I said yeah Got fired because my boss said that I called her a cunt over social media, which was two strikes, basically, because they wrote me up for the cunt part, and then they wrote me up for actually being on social media, which, again, there's no way they could have could have, uh, could have have seen that unless somebody snitched, like Kyle or Crystal, which I doubt Crystal did. I really do. I think Kyle did, but it doesn't matter in the past and I'm kind of glad that I don't work there anymore anyways so thank you for you know whoever snitched me out thank you because I don't work there anymore and it's the greatest thing ever so honestly yeah you're going to deal with bullshit at every job and that's what the worker the one worker that was there the manager that's there told me you know, you're going to deal with bullshit anywhere you work at. And I know this. You know, I'm 30 years old. I told her that. And but she says a lot of people don't know that. And um, a lot of people think it's just going to be a cakewalk. No, there's going to be problems. But see, the difference is when you're working there versus working at a gas station, 
when you're working at a gas station, you have a dickhead that comes in every five minutes. Like, nonstop, all day long. All day long. And you're not getting paid enough money to deal with the shit. I mean, then coming in abusing you mentally and physically and assaulting you and shit. And you're getting paid minimum wage almost. I've been there for nine years. Nine years. This particular store I've been at for three. But I haven't gotten a raise. I might have gotten like one raise in the past three years. Maybe. And then before that, you know, but it's always around the same time when I get, when minimum wage increases. You know, they never just give me a raise just because I'm such a great worker. So, anywho. Anywho. I told them all about this. I told them about how, you know, I got fired and shit. And they were like, well, what the fuck was she doing on your Facebook anyways? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, dude. I... I don't think she was, because I don't I don't add people that I work with usually on my on my social media. There's only like I said two people that I got added. So anywho, he's like that's bullshit. He's like that's crap. I said yeah, working there for nine years and this is how I get fucking treated. Yeah, that is crap. Don't have anything to show for it. You know, that is crap. And meanwhile, they're probably just sitting back snickering. Ha ha, he he. We got rid of Clayton. I could really care less. Because like I said, I'm in a place now. I'm happy to be at. Again. I'm happy to be making money. I'm happy to start meeting new friends, new people. Um, getting back into the, to the food business, you know, uh, I don't, I don't care if it's flipping burgers, making tacos, working at a gas station, as long as it pays my bills, I don't give a fuck, I could care less, and as soon as I get into van life, this is gonna be the perfect job for me, I mean, honestly, and this is such a, uh, a, like, family-owned business that, Um, It's not corporate at all. There is no corporate at all. Period. It's such a family-owned business that they still give out paper checks. You have to go there and pick up your check, you know, earlier in the day, in the morning, before it starts getting busy. But, yeah, they still give out paper checks there. Which I think is great. I think it's stupid, kind of, it's going to suck, kind of, that I need to get a bank account or... I'm going to have to go somewhere to cash this at all the times. Um, but I still think it's pretty cool at the same time. I love paper checks. I don't know why. But, um, and the guy, the owner is just really down to earth. Just really laid back. Um, he's probably got more money than what he really needs. <laughs> to be honest, he kind of probably splurges a little bit and, but at the same time, he's still a laid-back dude. He's still running a family-owned business at the end of the day. And he's he's very down-to-earth. You know, he's, he's a human being just like I am. You know, and you can tell just by looking at his little moccasins that he wears, his tore-up shoes. He still wears them because he likes them. He can go out and buy a new pair of shoes, like, anytime he wants. But, anywho, the way that he talks, you know, when you talk to him... 
he's like kind of like one of the bros, you know, he's laid back. And this dude, I don't know how old he is, he's probably in his 40s, maybe. But he's into all the stuff that's fun and cool. Go-karts, shooting guns. I'm sure he's got his own property. Um, his dad just died last year, and he's been running this taco business with his brother-in-law ever since. And it kind of gave me an inside look on what starting from the bottom again looks like. And... So whenever I do get into van life, it's going to be a good little good little gig for me, I do believe. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to make money and make tacos? I, I, think, I think that's probably the best part, is that, you know, at the end of the day, if I am hungry... I can, I can make something to eat for myself and take it home. You know, yeah, I'm going to have to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. But when I worked at the gas station, I had to pay for the food that I ate there. And it was all garbage. It was all, you know, processed bullshit. I mean, it's probably some processed bullshit at this taco place. But it's actually processed bullshit that I'd probably actually eat. You know, eventually, when you work at a gas station and you're eating frozen ham and cheese sandwiches out of the cooler and shit, it just kind of gets old, you know. And so, I thought, you know, at first, that's what kind of turned me on to working at restaurants again. I put in my app, like I said, at Pizza Hut, because I love pizza. I mean, <laughs> bottom line, it's a job, and they have pizza, I mean... At the end of the day, I get paid, I can take home food, and it's not that far away from where I live. So, I've been finding jobs that, or I've been looking for a job that is going to benefit me in more ways than one, hopefully. Or it's going to be something that I want to do, you know. There's advertisements for, like, Planet Fitness, you know, if... If you become a worker there, you get a gym membership, and, you know, um, that would be a cool job to have if you live van life, because you can get your showers and shit for free. You can have your gym membership for free. Um, pretty cool, if you ask me. It's just not my cup of tea, though. <laughs> so, you know, for for Mother's Day... Um, I'm, I'm going to end up taking my mother out to eat probably twice because I w I've been wanting to take her to Sergeant Pepper's, uh, which is a breakfast cafe. I'm pretty sure they serve lunch and shit there, but they got breakfast horseshoes there. Uh, I've been wanting to go there for a while, and it used to be one of our favorite places to go. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't been there in a little while, so... I want to go to Sgt. Pepper's in the morning, someday. Just kind of like an appreciation for what my mother and my sister has done for me. I'm going to take them out to eat. And, um... Yeah, we're all three going to have like a little sit-down. 
That way I can actually thank them for, for what they've done. And um, then on Mother's Day, I don't know where I'm going to take my mother. I'm not sure. I might just have something ordered to the house. I might just go over to her house. point is, things have been getting a lot better, and you know the old saying, things have to get a lot worse before they get better, is true, very, very true, and um, I know a lot of people say, yeah, right, you know, how could it get any worse, well, it could, it definitely could. I know a lot of people don't think about that, but definite possibility. And so we're going to smoke a little bit of weed, a little bit that we do have, and um, then we're going to make some food to eat. I might probably make another podcast, maybe. I might make one more. Because it's getting about 20 minutes till, and I'm not really ready to eat quite yet. I mean, I am hungry, but got some beers to still drink, and I don't know. Just not really feeling it. I am very happy, though, that I'll be able to go and buy not only some more weed, but be able to go and buy some more accessories I'd like to go and buy some more clothes too so I'm just going to be on a little spending spree I'll tell you I'm really pinching it on this weed I have barely any left barely my mother gave me a little bit of hers which I got to pay her back well, I don't have to, but I'm going to. Smoke a big fucking blunt with her as soon as I get this job. <laughs> I'm going to go to the dispensary. We're both going to go, and I'm going to fucking get one of those pre-rolls. Man, we're going to get fucking blown. I think me and my sisters... Need to have a celebration. As soon as my um, one sister gets better, she just had surgery, and long story short, they went down through her neck, and they had to do something with her vertebrae or with her discs. Sorry, which are in between her vertebrae. <coughs> something about fusing I don't know if they fused it or they put a plate on it and put screws in it but I'm sure she feels like shit still it's been about a week so I don't know they didn't give her any fucking painkillers they gave her some um, what'd they give her a low script to narco, I think. A low script. It wasn't even the fucking tens or the, you know, it was like a five milligram narco or something. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. 
You guys are just absolutely ridiculous. To go in through somebody's neck and fuck with our back and then think that, oh, we'll just give them five milligram narcos, it's fine. That's stupid. And it's because everybody else abuses the system. That's why everybody else suffers. Even the people that aren't drug addicts. So... That's why I said, if I ever go and get surgery, they better have it in writing that they're going to give me the best pain meds, they're going to put me under anesthesia and all that shit. Because if I wake up and I'm not, if I am feeling pain and I don't have my medicine, I am going to not only write the president of the fucking hospital, but I am going to find that doctor and (laughs) I'm going to make his life a living hell for the rest of his life. I'll go into his job every day. Yeah. He just, yeah. I'll tell him straight up before I even go into surgery. Uh. Like, listen, doc. (laughs) If you don't think you can handle something like this, don't even do it. Because, like I said, if I come out with pain or you don't hold up to your end of the deal, yeah, we're going to have some problems. I don't really know what to eat, honestly. I mean, I've got all this shit here that my mom bought. I say all this shit, but it's really not a lot. <laughs> um, but no, you know, I was thinking of eating ravioli and five cheese um, Texas toast. Because I I bought that Texas toast earlier and I really wanted it. But, um... You know, I I just went into the kitchen and seen that uh, I had some fire sauce from Taco Bell sitting on the counter. I'm like, man, I really want some burritos now. And I've got burritos in there, too. So, um, like, fuck, you know. What do I eat? Burritos or do I eat Italian? Mexican or Italian? Oh, and that's another thing about this, working at this taco place, you know. I don't know if they get 50% off of anything, but, um, like I said, on nights, whenever I'm living van life, and I don't feel like cooking anything, and I'm hungry as fuck, and I gotta be up to go to work at 11 o'clock the next morning, I'm probably just going to take some tacos home with me. (laughs) You know, like, it's... I know I'm going to get sick of them eventually. I'm probably not going to want to see a taco, you know. Unless it's, like, homemade fajitas. Now, those are fucking fire. I don't think I can get sick of those. You actually got the lime juice and cilantro and, you know... bit of cumin you can't be Mexican and not eat cumin in your food <laughs> you just can't um, so anywho, anywho I um yeah just a lot less stressed and 
I'm really excited for what's going to happen in the next six months to a year. I really, I really would like to see what's going to happen within the next six months. But within a year, I should be getting my van around about, around about that time. Oh, maybe a little bit more. Maybe another month or two after that. Maybe. But, you know, it really showed me that when I really do need the help, there's going to be people around, you know, in my family that's going to actually help. And there for the longest time, I told myself that um, nobody cared, nobody cared. You know, nobody really gives a fuck if I'm down and out. And I know that's not true. You know, it's hard to see when it's actually going on and everything, but there are people out there that do care that you're going through a bunch of shit. Even if you don't see it, there's people out there that care. They might not be there to pat you on the back or, or you know, reassure you, but they care. So, <clears throat> I know not everybody cares, but there are certain people that they do care. So, not everybody is bad. So basically, um, yeah, what I'm going to do tonight is probably get the best sleep that I've ever had in a while. It's about 8 o'clock central time, so it's about 9 o'clock eastern time. Uh, and... Uh, long story short, <coughs> I don't have anything to do tonight. So, you know, usually I would sit here and stress out, and I'd probably be looking for jobs like crazy right now. <laughs> I would usually be putting in like, you know, I don't go willy-nilly with it, I don't be, I don't, put in like 20 apps or 30 apps, you know, I just, uh, probably about 5, 10, I don't know, depends on how many I find that look good, <laughs> but, you know, every chance that I could get, every good job that I seen that would pop up that I thought, oh, I can, I can be pretty good at that, or, oh, this is, this is really close to home, or, you know, and that's another thing, I, I had a, a job that was um, so close to my fucking house that I could probably throw a rock at it. And I applied there because they said they were hiring for all positions and they were hiring for all locations. And they literally had it on their website or on the application that they were hiring for A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. They had all the locations listed. And... So I said, well, you know, 
why not apply for the one that's right by my fucking house? <laughs> It'll save me a bunch of time and effort, and even if it's snowing outside, I'll still be able to make it to work. So, I applied there, and I got a offer from a store that was all the way the fuck out on the west side, and I explained to him that I didn't want to apply at that one, I applied at the one that was downtown for a specific reason, because I ride my bicycle to work, and it was close to my house, you know, and after that, after I said that, and I told him I was sorry for him wasting his time, but after that, I never got a call from the one that was close to my house. And started wondering that maybe they're all interconnected. Maybe they're all intertwined somehow. Maybe he's the general manager that hires for all the stores. But he told me he was the one that was for that specific location. But anywho, anywho, even though I told him hey, there's a specific reason why I applied for this store. He didn't care. He was just on to the next one. Fuck him. You don't have a car? Oh, too bad. See ya. And it's places like that that discriminate people like me that don't have a car. It's just wrong. It's wrong as fuck. And, and nine times out of ten, you're going to find people like me that don't have a car have ten times more work ethic than people that do have cars. So, you know, you're trading off a good worker just because he doesn't have a fucking car. It's stupid. You know, are you dependable? A lot of people say, well, I made it to this fucking interview, didn't I? You know? I had this job for nine years before this. Hmm. I'd say that kind of says I'm dependable. I don't know. <laughs> and that's kind of the stupid questions that really kind of irk me whenever I hear them the most. Are you dependable? Or tell me a little bit about yourself. That really fucking... That really gets to me. Because I already fucking told you about myself. I even gave you my social security number. <laughs> I mean, I don't tell anybody my social... And... You know it, so... <laughs> Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? <laughs> you know, like, shit. Calm down. That's, that's the problem with places nowadays. They're too corporate. They're too corporate. They're not calm. They're not relaxed. They're too fucking... They got their panties up their ass. And if they were more like places like this taco place, like I said, that's family owned, things are going to be okay. Everything will be alright. <laughs> Shit. And it started out, you know, this, this place, this taco place has been around for years. Like, ever since I was a kid. It's been around for like fucking 30 years, right? And, um, long story short, it, it's been a pretty relatively busy place, but not nearly as busy as what it is now. It seems like over the past couple years, over this COVID pandemic, that everybody and their brother 
has been flocking to this fucking place. And ever since, it's never slowed back down. It's non-stop busy every fucking night. Every night. Like, and I, I get it, you know, it's... I like, I like them. I like their tacos. But at the same time, it's kind of subpar. You know, it's kind of like white, white people tacos. <laughs> and so, you know, they're kind of overly priced for what you get. I'll just put it that way. And so, they're good, but they're not good for the price. And, anywho, that place stays busier, you know, from, from... 3 o'clock in the afternoon till 10 o'clock at night, they are steady. So, a lot of times they don't even get a break. They're so steady. So, I don't know what it is that makes people want these tacos for 7 hours straight, but that drive through is wrapped around the whole time. <clears throat> and... You know, like I said, I love a Chimmy, or I love a Sancho. I don't think they have Chimmies, but... Um, yeah, I love Sancho's. Mm, it's probably one of my favorite things to eat. Sancho is my favorite. Mm. But anywho, I'm going to go ahead and make another podcast, start that up, because this one's getting ready to end. And I don't feel like, you know waiting for that to end so I'm going to go ahead and end it now so till the next one see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out <laughs>